Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Unrelated Brothers podcast. My name is Josh. With me is Devon, and it's always good to be on here and chatting with you all, talking to Devon. Devon, today we uh, get to talk a little personal about uh, growth, maturity, and uh, how we have come about through life. What do you think about it? Yeah, kind of excited. Uh, just really, you've been talking to me here recently about uh, just some working out goals and some things you had going on personally. And it kind of, you know, stirred me up a little bit into kind of feeling the same way, like, man, I need to probably do this or do that. Or maybe, you know, what about this goal that I, you know, still have yet to achieve this year or, you know, things like that. And um, I don't know, it kind of, it kind of got me thinking, you know, I mean, I think, something interesting that I noticed is, um, you know, as a kid, you think that you need this or you need that, or, you know, maybe you think that you need a little bit of everything or you, or you overvalue certain things and undervalue others. And, um, I don't know. I just, I thought, you know, specifically you said something about, you know, you're eating and what you were mm-hmm. eating. And I just like, like instantly I was like, man, like, I just really thought about the level of like, maturity and um just the the pure like focus and stuff that it takes to do that you know what i mean like yeah i think (laughs) well and i think like people that go to the gym every day like i I have people that are like oh i'm sore i'm tired whatever you know i don't have time and it's like no like there's people that have full-time jobs working 60 hours a week or 70 hours a week that still make it to the gym. That's not, that's not why you don't make it to the gym. It's because you're not as disciplined, which is like, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody's going to grow at their own different rate, kind of like maturity. But um, I don't know. It's just, it just got me thinking. Um, I get it. I mean, I worked yesterday. I worked 13 hours and then uh, it was like five o'clock before I got home, maybe a little after. And then, you know, easily somebody could have been like, you know, I'm not doing anything. I'm like, I'm going, I'm going to bed. I'm going to lay around. No, nah, my ass got out there and ran three miles. So and then I yeah. come home and ate, showered. I think I played a little bit of video games and went to bed. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it, and you'd probably be the first one to say, though, it felt good, though. It felt oh, good, though. It felt great. Yeah, yeah, for Especially sure. Especially when I stepped on that scale. <laughs> really great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, actually that's that's another one. Like I feel like um a lot of people would be like, "Oh, I'm sick or I don't you know, I don't feel good, my stomach hurts or you know whatever." Which, you know, I mean, if you've got if you got really bad stomach problems where you can't make it out of the bathroom, sure, you know, you don't go or whatever, but you know, your stomach's a little hurt, hurting a little bit cuz you underate or you overate or whatever. I, I still go to the gym. I mean, I don't know. There's a time where I was like sick for a couple, you know, a couple days in a row. And, uh, and I found myself still going and I was like, the best part of my day was actually at the gym. Cause I'd go there and you'd work out and you like your, your, uh, you know, your nasal passage opens up, your chest feels mm-hmm. like it opens up. You get that little bit of a sweat. You kind of pump that, that, you know, the sickness out almost. And then you go home and you're just like, Ugh, gross, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like all, put, you know, just kind of falls back on you. But, uh, but no, I just, um, I was thinking about that, but you know, more importantly, like, um, I don't know, as, as a kid, I remember like going through times where like maybe in the summer where like my parents, uh, maybe didn't have, tv or whatever but they would have it during the other parts of the year or something because you know maybe not so much now but when you and i grew up it was definitely something where it's like hey you know 
sun's still out get outside <laughs> you know go, no yeah go, really go play was. with your friends i mean you know now maybe not so much and it, it, it just probably depends on what area you're in and stuff like that so i don't want to i don't want to overgeneralize but um Man, my memo i had and i spent a lot of time down there at my dad's mom uh my memos and she had two channels she had channel three and channel six so obviously saturdays is the only time i got to watch cartoons and they only last until about maybe nine o'clock maybe ten so then after that it's like oh guess better go outside and do something yeah no for sure for sure um you know something interesting though is uh do you do you think that because so they talk a lot about now. Um, have you seen the thing where they basically talk about the fact that like uh, millennials are kind of in a weird stage um, of like basically millennials are the first group, which <laughs> I, I hate to say this because it always seems like the for the you know, millennials are always like the first negative, this first negative. Yeah. That. So, you know, I don't I don't want to get too far ahead here, but uh, but, you know, they're like, oh, it's it, you know, millennials are like the first group of adults that are reaching like into their 30s now, almost into their 40s who like still think that they're like. 20 still think that they're like 17 oh yeah well you know wear this because i did this do this because i did that and and they just you know they kind of say that the average uh maturity of a millennial is far less than you know any generation before them which i don't know that i you know i'd like to see some studies on that but um to some degree i do believe that there's some truth to that and um even worse the generation after because uh you know, I've even seen some things of like a lady cut in line the other day. And I seen a video where she literally, she, she claims she didn't see the guy, but the guy says, Hey, you know, do you mind? And she basically starts freaking out, screaming. And says that, you know, she won't talk to him because he's a man and he's trying to mansplain and, you know, take advantage of him because he's a, or she's a woman. And he's like, well, you cut me in line. I just would like to get my stuff purchased and get out of here. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it, you know, it's, it's just, and it's just like kind of some of those things. And it's like, I, uh, I just remember thinking like that to me is the perfect epitome or the perfect, like, um, you know, single situation, just explaining like, wow, these are the kids who like grew up that, you know, maybe their parents didn't discipline them. These are the kids that when they screamed in the store, got the candy, got the whatever, you know what I mean? And -hmm. so it's like, now they're adults doing the same things with no repercussions. And, um, I don't know. I just, I, I, more and more of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It does feel that way. Um, but, uh, but yeah, in that, in that token, um, going, you know, back to the maturity and stuff. Um, I, I ran across the thing today, actually, which is part of the reason I wanted to do this, which um, was basically, you know, um, a former football coach was talking about how you have to be a lot more careful with, uh, you know, student athletes nowadays compared to maybe 20 years ago. And uh, so he's talking about he's like, well, you know, Kirby Smart and Nick Saban, some of the maybe bigger names. He's like, you know, he's like, I had a conversation and Kirby flat out said, I coach how I coach. You know, I coach, I coach, if they don't like it, then, you know, it is what it is. And, um, and, and what was more interesting and what the guy even said too, what was more interesting is actually that Kirby went on to say, um, that the 
more uh, current generation of players now. It's actually not that they can't handle that. It's actually, he said that they either really need a pat on the back, like, I'm so proud of you, or they really need, like, you fucking suck. You fucking suck. <laughs> Get out there and do what the, you know, do what the F I said. Get out there, and and I don't care if you got to drag your nuts across the coals, make the damn play. And then you got the other guys who it's like, man, that was a really awesome catch. Good job, buddy. I bet everybody's going to be so proud of you. And I just thought that was so interesting. You know, there he he said there's there's not much of a middle ground, and like I was like, wow, like that that makes a ton of sense actually. Yeah, and um, yeah, the the, the age has changed like so much like cool. all right here's 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 an example for you um yesterday uh my son's mom calls me and says that jensen was hit in the face three times by another kid and he was too scared to tell the teacher because he thought he would get in trouble um but like as we're telling jensen like you know it's you don't want to hit back but in my head, I'm thinking, just knock that other kid out. You won't have to worry about it. But in today's society, it's like you do that and you get, you know, shamed upon. You're like, get, get, Jensen would get kicked out of school probably or something. I don't know. Probably not. But it's just the fact that, like, in my day, it would be, yeah, hit the other kid back. Like, it's fine. He won't do it again. But in today's society, you can't do that. Is it? And that's what I was about to ask next is, like, what did you say? But. The ironic part is, and this might just well, be so here's the funny thing. Like Taylor was like explaining to him what he needs to do, you know, if the kid other kid did it again. And uh after the fact she got done explaining, she asked him, so he's like, All right, now if he does it again, what do you do? And he was like, hit him back. <laughs> like I didn't say nothing, she didn't say anything. That was his response, like that was his thought. So I was like, There you go, boy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and that's kind of the thing, like. I found uh, it's the same situation kind of last year, which was Carson's first year, you know, Jensen's first year is, is now, but um, right. you know, being Carson's first year and he had kind of gotten to a situation and he told me, I, I said, so what happened? And he goes, well, kid ate my lunch. And I said, well, why did you let him eat your lunch? And he's like, why didn't he just took it and started eating? And I was like, yeah, but you didn't stop him. So it kind of, you know, then I'm kind of like, well, you know, like if this happens or that happens, like you can defend yourself. I'm okay with it. Like if they call me, you know, I'm, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to be like, Hey, what the fuck? You know, you, you, who's watching this? Who's, who's monitor? You're supposed to have monitors. You're supposed right. to have people. If my kid's not going to get protected, he's going to protect himself, you know? And I thought, you know, I'm going to raise hell, whatever. But, uh, but so something does happen later and he does, you know, kind of have problem. And I, I say, I say, so hit him, you know, hit him back. What happened? Well, so then a couple weeks later, I actually have his teacher kind of, you know, approach me or whatever. Hey, before we let him go, um, I want you to know, I think he got in like some kind of fight. He's got like a cut over his eye and, you know, all the, and I'm like, okay. So I ask him what happened. And lo and behold, long story short, they got into some kind of playing and he like threw like mulch at a kid and they threw it back or something. And then they just end up like scrapping and on the like rolling around. And I'm like, OK, what? I, like, I don't give a shit, you know. Right. So like I just thought like, you know, there's a there's a school of thought where like I'm like, man, as a parent, like, of course, all, all you ever want to really do is protect your kid. But like at the same time, I had, you know, a situation where 
you know, my dad basically told me, you know, we were at a park or whatever. And, and it was actually like, you know, sibling on sibling, cousin on cousin, whatever yeah. uh, circumstance. And he was like, well, you can't just go and intervene every time. And I was like, yeah, but they're like three years apart. And he was like, I know you just let it happen. You just let it happen. Cause you know what else is he's like at some point in time when they're both like 16 and 19 or, you know, 13 and 16 or whatever, he's like, you know, your boy might be bigger or your, or your girl might be bigger. Cause at some point, you know, genetics start to play a role. So then, you know, age isn't as much of a factor when they're little like that age is such a huge proponent. You know, you don't want an eight year old beating up a six year old because they're just so much difference in size. Mm -hmm. But, you know, once you get to a certain point, it's like, oh, no, those are those are grown men. Those are grown, you know. And uh, so I thought that was interesting. But um, kind of back to, you know, the football thing a little bit. I, I just curious what what drives you, you know, are you are you somebody who you, you know, as the more you kind of get a thank you, you get a pat on the back, you get a like, hell yeah, good job. You're really like, yeah, I need to keep pumping. I need to keep going. Or are you kind of one of those people like every single time that somebody says you can't do it, you you write that in the back of your head and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can't. That, that i'm i'm the second guy i'm the yeah. one that i bury it deep and i'll make you pay later oh yeah me too me too i am a hundred percent that guy and i'm the one too that's like you say something or you do something and like you know it'd be five years later and i'm still i'm still sitting there like show you you know and and sometimes like you kind of do show them and so you let go of it a little bit but i always kind of like i try to i try to take like the michael jordan uh thought process on it of like um i heard a, i heard a crazy story once where they were talking about how mike would mike would like write or like print off fake articles and hang them up at his locker to remind yeah. you know himself basically to keep a chip on his shoulder because somebody said something about him and you know he'd get to the game and he would you know his teammates would actually say like he would go up to the player who said the thing you know quote unquote and he would talk shit to him cuss him out whatever and then they get to the end of the game and mike would have 45 and seven and seven or something and they'd be up by like 16 points and the guy'd be like oh yeah man what the hell was up with that mike and he's like oh no i'm just playing the game buddy like <laughs> it's just like you know some people just had like you know take it to that alternate reality you know uh and, you know, I think, I think that really does drive greatness. I think the, I think the pat on the back does help, but I think, I do think that, um, I do think there's a little bit of a softness to that, you know, it, it's not a wrong, not wrong, but I think, I think if you have that real, uh, heated, hateful passion, um, the hate kind of overpowers the love a little bit and then, and the, and driving you, yeah. um, you know, cause I mean, look at it this way, right? Like how many times have you, how many times have you fallen in love or gotten married or found a great girlfriend or, you know, whatever. And what do you do is like, you gain weight, you slack off and you treat yourself good, but man, she fucking breaks your heart and you turn into a monster, you know, mm. in the gym every day, you're eating healthy. You're, you're out there like, you know, seven days a week, you're not sleeping. You're, you know, you working 80 hours, making these fat checks, taking vacations, you know, doing what you got to do, whatever. But, um, no, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I just don't think, uh, you know, Tom Brady, for example, if he would have been drafted last overall and he's, and they were like, Oh, good job, Tom. We're glad you got drafted. Do you think he would have been a seven time Super Bowl champ? 
You know, he still to this day remembers every single guy, every quarterback drafted before him. And, that, you know, it's driven him. Yeah. Like uh, a lot of, I mean, when me and my ex wife split, like, yeah, I was, I went to a running machine. Like, I was, I was like, all right, time to get in shape. I'm single now. I got to, I, I got to do something. Yeah. And uh, I kind of did it twice in a way. Uh, this time around, it wasn't that case. Like, this time around, like, I don't know. Like, I started thinking, like, like, holy shit, I am, it was really after my 32nd birthday, I'm like, dude, I'm 32, I am fat, I am out of shape, like, I need to change something, like, I'm not saying, well, and, and, but, but you know what, though, but you know what, wouldn't you, wouldn't you also sit here and say, like, you're better for it, though? Yeah, because I would sit here and say, like, when you break up, or when you do that, you, you enter a cycle, right, where, like, you're not doing it as a mature, like, you know, uh, life change. You're just doing it as vengeance. You're doing it purely for like to, to push you through that hurt and that pain and stuff, you know, but like, you know, you get to that point in your life where you're at, where you're literally sitting there and you're like, man, like if I just stop drinking pop, man, if I just stop, if I start measuring my meals, if I start doing this, if I start, you know, my bills, like, like today I cut off, uh, cut my TV off and my, uh, my grandma's like, Oh, you need the TV for winter. And I'm like, Oh, they, they pay for Netflix and stuff. They can have Netflix. Like it's no big deal, but it's like, the reality is it's like, it's also the determination and the maturity to realize one, you don't actually need it. And two, the follow through, like the determination to have the follow through. So it's like, it's the way I look at it on the working out thing too. It's like, you know, you're making a conscious decision, not for revenge, not for a pat on the back. You're not posting it on social media. You're doing it purely for the fact of like, I want to do it for me and myself and my own joy. My own. And that, I think that's when, I would start to say like it's stronger than like the revenge. Like somebody yeah, else. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up about social media because like the past couple of times I've tried it, like in the past three years, um, it was like two years ago. Like, and you uh, post the pictures. I would something. post the pictures. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I've ran this much. I've lost this much this yeah. time. No, I don't care. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm yeah. doing it for me. I agree. I agree. And you know, it's kind of um, it's kind of one of those things like. I would, I used to go to the gym and I would go in the gym and I'd go for like two hours and I would kill myself. And, you know, even I've even went before for four hours and, um, and I'd come home and I'd be, you know, I'm sweaty, I'm stinky. I need a shower. I'm tired and whatever. And, you know, Sarah would be like, well, you know, okay, whatever, fine. Well, now I only go for like 30 minutes. And she's like, well, what do you do? And she's all kind of like weirded out. And I'm like, I probably work harder in the 30 minutes than I used to in the four hours. I'm like, because I go there as an adult where I used to go as like a young man, maybe. And now I, th- I kind of go as like almost like a grown man. And I'm like, man, I'm going to hit every machine. I'm going to take like almost no breaks. I'm going to hit everything that I want, all my areas that I want. I'm going to do only like I used to go in there and I would do like a hundred reps on a lightweight. And then I would do like tw- uh, sets of 20 up to a hundred again. And then I would do like a smaller, super heavy set where I would only do like four reps to really get that and i'm like man i'm like i'm killing myself for nothing we're like i've been spending a lot more time watching some of that stuff and i'm like man if you go in there and you just do a simple like uh 
four, you know, three sets of 12 or four sets of 12 on like a solid weight the whole time. And you just absolutely bust it, bust it, bust it like one after another. Like you take a little like 10 second breather break where you kind of, you take it, you stretch your arms or stretch your legs or kind of whatever. And then you just hit it again. Like you just mow through it. And it's kind of one of those things where like, I feel like because I do it that way, I'm getting a better pump. I'm getting a better, better, uh, getting better reps. And I know, like, I know I'm hitting my goal. You know what I mean? Like I have more determination because I'm not like, I feel like when you go for that length of time, you get distracted, which is another thing of like kind of the maturity kicking in. Like, I think there's a lot of things you can do when you're younger that maybe you have like a great passion for, and you're excited for, but you let yourself get distracted because you don't have the maturity and the discipline to really like lock it down. Um, and it, and it kind of brings me to a guy like Josh Gordon. Uh, I, I bring up a lot of NFL references because it's something I'm familiar with and maybe not all of our listeners are. But Josh Gordon was a guy who was extremely talented, 6'3", who never reached his potential, never was the guy he probably should have been because he was too busy smoking weed. And it's just one of those things where, like, you had the discipline and you had the maturity to at least get to the NFL and finally make money for all the things you trained your whole life for. I don't know why at that point that you wouldn't really take the time to kind of complete the process and, you know, just, just follow through. It's just 10 years, you know, you've already spent the other 10 years or 15 years of your life working towards that. Why wouldn't you spend another, you know, eight, why wouldn't you spend another 10 kind of completing that? Mm -hmm. And, um, I just take, I honestly, I just take it up to maturity. Some people are like, oh, well, he's addicted. And I'm like, addiction plays a part in it. But a lot of, for a lot of people, especially that age, you know, when they're younger, I can get like, oh, maybe their parents or something led them to, to addiction. But like, once you get to a certain age and you've accomplished certain things, I, I'm not really, uh, I don't really want to hear that, I guess. Um, and maybe that's, you know, not sympathetic or empathetic of me, but um, it's, it's my personal opinion. And, uh, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. So. I believe it. I mean, I mean, God rest the woman's soul, but look at Henry Ruggs. You think that happens if he's a mature player, mature yeah. person? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Super, okay. super talented, super, super talented. Um, and just a young man, just a young man yeah. making a bad decision and saying, you know, he'll, he'll never have any of that. Um, I mean, even, you know, same thing of like uh, Ray Rice or some of those other situations, you know, uh, uh, Kareem Hunt, Joe, Joe Mixon. I mean, some of those guys are playing in the NFL now still and whatever yeah. else. But uh, but it's just a lot of those situations. It's like you got to have the maturity to walk away, too. I mean, Adrian Peterson, if you remember, um, yeah, you know, some of those, you know, I don't know. Some of those things, it's just got to have got to have uh, a little bit of maturity I, i've i think that's one thing i've gotten better too um is as you grow and you you realize it like i spend um i spend less time being like a fanatical fan like a crazy fan and i spend more actual time like appreciating uh some of the things i'm watching as well uh like well, you know football basketball whatever like i spend more time watching the game and the entirety of it rather than watching like just my favorite guy or just my favorite team like i mm-hmm. watch uh on college i watch like almost every game that i can now i'll like i'll, I'll have like three games on at a time and i'm purely just enjoying it as a, a football fan you know I, I don't don't really care who wins most of those games no, nah, I used to be the same way when I actually had time to sit down and watch football. But yeah, I'm, 
yeah, it's just football. I love football. I mean, didn't care who's playing. Yeah, could be my sure. most hated rival. Like I don't care. It's it's football. Like Sunday night football. If the Packers are playing. The, who else ever? I, I'd watch it. I don't care. Bears suck. <laughs> uh, no, they do. Yeah. It's they're yeah. two and one. They're two and one, but they still feel like an zero and three team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. It's it's yeah. one of those interesting circumstances. But yeah. uh, but uh, you know, on a side note, um, I think you know. I think one of the best things that actually happened um, kind of for that was like, uh, like you have each into uh, each of us have individual events. And I think like having kids was really great for me for mm-hmm. like kind of getting me lined up. But another thing like you're recently is like, I refinanced my car and like I did, um, you know, got a personal loan to kind of get some debt stuff, uh, kind of all lined up how I wanted it. And I did, you know, this and that, and it's like, those don't seem like much, but like in the grand scheme of things, it's like, man, like once you, you kind of get into some of those stages or kind of do some of those things, I feel like it can really open your eyes to like, you know, ways to live your life. Like I see, um, I see a lot of people who like even live in trailers, for example, who maybe don't make like a ton of money. And it's like, they still have really nice cars or they still go on vacations or they still, you know, do things. And it's like, well, yeah, but they have like the maturity and the determination and the discipline to like set themselves up for that though. You know, it's, it's not a situation like there's plenty of people who are rich who end up bankrupt because they are rich and they know they're rich and they just spend their money just brazenly and they don't give a shit. And you know, it shows. It does. Um, Wish I but... had that option sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel um, like people like us who you know make it paycheck to paycheck would spend it differently. I could be wrong, but yeah, I feel like if we'd put it back and like um, if, I, if I ever won the lottery, I would buy a handful of acres of land. I would right build right. build my own house and everything and no, all not well, me but and, you know so what you're saying though is like a perfect representation of this though like have you ever seen the thing where um you know they'll do like social experiments and they'll take like somebody who has clothes has whatever and they'll kind of like go and you know sit by a homeless person or whatever and the homeless person's like willing to give everything to them like has nothing but willing to get everything and it's like you know you could literally go up to like a really nice neighborhood and like be like oh hey can i have like ten dollars and like half the time they're like are you allowed do you live here are you allowed to be here i'm calling the cops like (laughs) it's like i mean i get the i get the whole thing of like not wanting people in your neighborhood or in your yard or whatever but it's like it shows a greater problem and um i don't know i think i think that's another interesting thing too like you're more mature i'm more mature um we're always maturing always growing always learning um how do you view stuff like that like how do, when you see a guy, for example, at the end of like a highway or something on a, on a, on a Exeter, like a, a, um, the entrance or something. And, you know, he has a sign that says, uh, um, COVID hit hard or something, lost my job, please help. Thank God. Or something like that. Like, what do you, what do you think? What do you normally do? You know, and don't, I mean, don't feel don't feel pressured to say anything. I mean, I, it would depend, honestly, because yeah. you know you gotta watch. Unfortunately, you have scammers that do that. Like, for there sure, was a guy that was an hour away, who and like people blew him up all over social media. He would be out on the street 
you know, begging for money and he would get a lot. And then somebody see him go get into a BMW. Yeah. Like, so I watch for that stuff. Like, I don't care to help people. Like, I do not care. Like, hitchhiking right. riders, eh, it's a different story. This world today, I don't trust anybody. Yeah. Uh, especially if I got my kid with me. But, but for sure, I, I'm not one to really pick up a hitchhiker much myself either. But um, I don't know. There's there's a, a situation not too long ago where we were like driving. I had a 10 like in the console and we were driving and uh, there was a guy who had a sign that said, uh, you know, retired army vet or whatever and he was like missing a leg and he was on crutches or whatever and i was like oh i'll go like i'll give him this 10 so he can you know get lunch or whatever and you know sarah's like oh don't give it man i'm like what do you mean she's like well you don't know that that's even really what happened to him and i'm like i mean no but i mean he looks like he needs ten dollars more than i do and she's like but you never give it to him and i'm like i know but like he's missing limbs and stuff like he's in a wheelchair he's you know like i'm not giving stuff to a guy who's got two arms and two legs and looks perfectly fine and like whatever else and some people might be like well he has you know mental issues or he has whatever well yeah and you know what people that have mental issues still can be janitors in a factory or still can like like there's literally people that are autistic or have down syndrome or stuff that i've seen at places that i've worked come in you know, and work the night shift or something like, like I was working at Amazon and uh, there was a guy who was here, which it's not the same thing. Hearing impaired is not the same thing as autism or something, but he was hearing impaired and he was a janitor over there and he only yeah. worked nights. And it's like, he worked there with nobody else really there. And he came in at the end of the day to kind of finish stuff up, but it's like, but he's actively trying to do stuff. And I just think that that's like, that's, that's it for me. Like I'm at a point where like a lot of times, depending on how the person looks and how they're presenting themselves, like I would much rather them, you know, try or for me to feel that they're trying for me to help them out than to just randomly give them stuff for the exact reason you said, like, I don't want to get scammed. And the other thing is like, I don't know, there's a guy who has, there's something wrong with his shoulder. He's around town quite a bit. And like, quite often I see him where he's got a sign that he's like, Oh, uh, like, like I seen him today and he, he had a sign that said life took a shit on me. Please help. God bless. And like people are driving by, he, he's like by a McDonald's or something. And I was like passing by and I seen him and somebody had come out of the drive through, not like stop to give him anything, not to whatever. And he's like driving away and he like, like flips him the bird and like waves him off. And it's like, dude, you don't need anything. If you got energy to be that negative, you don't need anything. Like right. you're you're not really like thankful. You just looking for people to give you stuff. And I don't know if it like I mean, I could stand there and just let my shoulder droop. I don't know if there's anything actually wrong, but it's just like, man, you're really giving off bad energy where it's like you could really be way more appreciative. You could be way more willing. You could literally, if I were him, you know what I would do? I'd be like, hey, you know. I can't do much, but I could probably, my, I got my bad shoulder. I could probably spray some dishes or, or help you, you know, run a, run the trash out two or three times today. Do you think I could get like a burger? You know, if I, if I take a trash out for you three or four times, you think I could get a free burger instead? It's like, no, you're out there getting pissy because people won't give you like, you know, ten dollars or something you know I'm like man i don't know it just it really rubs me the wrong way and it's just like i don't know i seen the thing um a couple of years ago too where like there's a guy that was on oprah or something like that and i only seen it because it ended up being kind of a big thing where like 
same thing as what you were saying. Like he basically, he would have a bag of clothes that he would wear and he would leave them in a trash bag and he would put them on every day that he would go to do this stuff. But he was making like $180,000 a year, like scamming people, like going and dressing up and having like ripped torn clothes and all this. And he had like a $500,000 house and like all this. It's just like, wow. Like just, I don't know, just a, yeah, mm, I don't know. I have too much dignity for something like that, but That's it's, it's, like I'm, it's crazy. I look at things like if I give, I feel like I feel good about myself if I give. Like I, I don't oh, want anything sure. in return. For I don't sure. want anything Everybody return. Does. Like, all right, say this past past couple weekends, like I've been, we've been working Saturdays and we'll always, on Saturdays, we always get together. We take breakfast orders and stuff. And, you know, I've been in a position to where, you know, I didn't have, money to buy breakfast that day on saturday so i didn't eat and so whenever we're taking breakfast i i'm i'll you know i'm the team lead there so i usually go get everybody's and of course i'll you know i'll pay for it. everybody's like you know they try to give me money beforehand I'm like no nah, I'll, I'll cover it and everything but i also tell people like the person that takes an order i'm like look if there's anybody that don't have money tell them to put their shit down i will cover it. i do not care like i'm not going to sit here and watch everybody else eat and then there's like a handful of people but they don't because they don't have money. That's just not what I'm about. I can't sit back and watch that. I've been through that situation. I don't like that situation. I don't want anybody else to go through that situation. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and sometimes I would, I would sit here and say like, that's a very mature stance on it, but I would also double down on the fact that like, I've, I've been the the guy on the opposite side of your shoulder saying like, don't do that because you know, I, I, I also like, I don't feel like you should miss out either. You know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in like, you shouldn't as much as you should want somebody to also have that. I think that's a situation where like, for me, I'm like, okay, Hey, we can get this, but everybody's getting one of these. Why? Yeah. Cause they're cheap and it's what, and everybody can get one. You know, we're not going to somewhere that somebody's getting a $40 something and somebody's getting a $20 something. And then other people are just eating $6 appetizers because that's all they can afford. No, like, get something everybody can get or like go somewhere that they have party platters or whatever, you know, and just, and and make it about the team, you know? And I think that that's another thing, um, you know, you're, you're really good at. And I just think in general, like a maturity uh, thing, you know, or, or a growing thing is kind of a, of the belief of like, Hey, you know, I know you and I are kind of in the same boat or whatever. Hey, why don't you be on my phone plan? We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll pay on it together, you know, or, Hey, um, like th- I've said this before, like, Hey, you know, I can't afford it. You can't afford it, but we can afford it together. Like you want to get this place and share this really, really nice house. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, you can set yourself up in a better living situation or really accomplish like some of your goals by doing those things. And, and some people might sit here and go, well, you're sacrificing a lot. Or like, what if like I had, I had uh, my grandpa one time was like, Oh, well, what that might ruin your friendship. And I'm like, yeah, but if it ruins your friendship, it probably wasn't a great friendship to begin with. You know, yeah, if you can't, if you can't survive like the little things or you can't, you know, that's the other thing, like speaking on maturity and stuff, like, I think um, a good sign of like a really developed friendship even is the fact that like you can give open real criticism um, and, and not be destroyed about it and not be like, uh, you know, uh, not give a lot of pushback necessarily because you know, it's true. 
because that's what I think too. Like if you have a really close friend or even like a brother or sister, like you would rely on them to tell you, you know, how many honest. times have you been brutally honest with me? We're still great friends. Oh, I always am. I always, and I am. want somebody to be brutally honest. Yeah, with me. I always am. That's what I, I, want. I want somebody to be brutally honest with me. I like it. I mean, I don't like, I don't like it. I think that nobody likes it, but it, no, but when, like but the more the, you, you, the more you digest it, the more it's like, no, but that's right. That is true. And I, I would say, and you would, yeah, I know you would also say this, the more time you spend with somebody and the closer you get and that closer the bond is, the more they can say certain things to you, not because not only just because they're true, but because they've seen it enough times to know it, it did like to a T, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they know, even if you say nothing's wrong, they know when something's wrong, even when you, you know, you kind of are fading in and out, disappearing a little bit. They can, they can, they can find you. They know where your spots are or something or, um, you know, stuff like that. I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of one of those things, but, uh, but no, I, I don't know. I, I think, um, I think it's kind of interesting. You ever, uh, you ever sit back and kind of like either wish you could talk to like an old version of yourself or like a new version of yourself, like an upcoming. Yeah. I always thought about like, go, I wish I could go back, but then there's like things that I don't want to change now. But I mean, I guess if I had to coach myself a little more back then, I would have, but right. I don't know how much I'd, I don't know how much I'd want change because, you know, there's things that I have now that like I don't want to lose. So I don't oh, know if I sure. go back and redo it. Well, I think that's always the concern is you're kind of sitting here going like, OK, but if I give this up, will I still have this. If I go back and fix this, will I still have that, you know, exactly. you go you go back and you like you know, uh, like I've been in a car accident. If I go back and I like, Oh man, Hey, my back's kind of screwed because I got in these car accidents. I'd really prefer I didn't get in them. And it's like, all of a sudden I didn't get in that car accident. So I didn't move from this location. So I never left here. So I never met this person. So I didn't have kids. Yep. So I didn't, yep. it's like, man, like one little, one little thing could change your whole reality. Right. Um, for me, it, for me, it was like, all right, if I did go to college, I wouldn't have met the woman who set me up with my ex-wife who, but then we had a kid together. Like I, I, then I wouldn't have my son. So yeah. that, to me, that's like, eh, no, no, thanks. Yeah. I'm good where I'm at. Well, and that's kind of what I was saying. Like I was, I got in a car accident. A guy blew through a stop sign when I lived in Cincinnati, which then made me move to Michigan, which then brought me back to uh, Ohio where I'm living now. And then I met, you know, my, my now, uh, you know, wife and kids and, you know, yada, yada, yada. And it's just like, you know, it literally just, if, if he stops at that stop sign, my life may be entirely different. Who's to say, yeah. you know, right now I could be just graduating uh, college and being a lawyer or a dentist or something. Who knows? You know, I, I who's to say. So yeah. just uh, just a, a lot of a lot of crazy things that could that could, you know, go there. But um, yeah, it's a growth, man. Uh, I really love uh, I really love doing little shows like these. So uh, yeah, but hope too. everybody else listens. Hope everybody else can uh, kind of dwell on their own life and uh, get these kind of answers and, and find happiness in them. You got to find happiness and, and have the good with the bad. So um, as always, uh, it's been fun and uh, we'll catch you guys on the next show.